here we are, hitting up events, drinking our way through Chicago beer, and trying not to miss a thing. Yeah, because, you know, got a cork popped out, boom, it flies like fucking 10 feet. We're like, yeah, let's do it. You know, all you have to do is add some fruit, stir it up, and ride that milkshake wave. Whenever I see him, I gotta take a photo with the most decorated brewer in Chicago, Jonathan Cutler. It'll be like the stuff you hear. You ever go to every time you go to Floyd's, all the music sounds like this. Raw, raw, raw. Sometimes you want a small beer, but really, you want a big beer. You gotta take in all those big aromatic hops. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Waiting in line for a bottle release? You should have never been a fad. The Black IPA is delicious. Hey, and welcome to Chicago Beer Pass. I'm Brad Chmielewski. Brad, what's up, man? I'm Nick White. And here we are drinking some IPAs in December. Man, day off IPA. I wish it was my day off, man. <laughs> Last time we recorded on Friday, I, I don't even know what day it is now. It feels like there's never any day off. Friday is the new Monday, you know? <laughs> I feel like we're just working. Everybody's working too hard, man. The speed of business. Uh, but these are a couple IPAs that... Uh, Tom Corder gave me when I was out there during Oktoberfest days. Nice. And I kind of forgot I had them. Right on. We've got uh, Cashmere Hops, Mosaic, and Eldorado. Mm-hmm. Very nice. And then the other one we have is Scarves Are Beautiful. It is a West Coast IPA. Um, does it say the hops on here that I can see quickly? No. I believe this was like a... collaboration beer or yeah it was a breast cancer oh yeah you can kind of see the silhouette of like a woman's body right looking at the one from a distance i see that now okay and then there's two pink lines where the breast would be yeah okay um but yeah we'll get into that one this day off is tasting pretty good it went down fast i gotta say that I don't know if it was just hitting the spot right now or if it was, like, really good. But it's tasting really good. I'm kind of liking it. I like this choice of hops, too, man. It's um just floral enough. It's just bright enough, you know? Mm. Just just bright enough and just bitter enough to be to complement each other. Right. It's, like, not going too juicy and it's not going too bitter. It's right. It's, like, right in that fine line of kind of where... I really want my IPAs. I want them like almost pale ales. Yeah. But because yeah. I don't, I don't necessarily need a a big uh, IBU forward IPA. Right. Then again, I don't really want a juice bomb either. I don't want tropical juice. Yeah. So. Uh, but this one's pretty light. That was, what was it like five point seven? Mm-hmm. The scars are beautiful. That's a six percent, so a touch bigger, but no one's gonna notice three percent, point three percent. But yeah, we'll dive into that in a minute. Uh, Penrose, like I said a couple episodes ago, was out there for Oktoberfest Day, or not Oktoberfest Day, but just Oktoberfesting, and yeah, ran into Tom Quarter. They have a crazy lineup. They were busy. Uh, people were buying up those seltzers like mad. Oh yeah, seltzers are uh, keeping keeping the whole thing bouncing over there, huh? I guess so. Seltzers for the people. I mean, you gotta give the people what they want. You know, I think. We've often asked people this. I think we asked the Faith Three people this, like, hey, was this, is this in response to anything? Or is this because, you know, you need to do this? And they're just like, no, we're having fun. But I think, I don't know. You either have seltzers or you go get a liquor license and, and make cocktails, right? Right. On, on site. Like, people, a modern brewery has 
non-beer options yeah most in most cases they kind of have to and it's either previously we've said this before it was either a cider and sometimes it's a cider now sometimes in chicago you have an heiress cider or you'll have a ripey cider i haven't seen ripey in a while and boiler room's the only place i saw it and that's gone now. <laughs> yeah and so you would have one of those but if you make your own seltzer then you're like i don't need to carry this other thing that i'm not making that's true yeah you just own your the supply chain you own everything you mm-hmm. don't have to bring in another one right no, that's right so i do have that lemonade one of from them penrose which we can do on a video after this were you out no you were out on old irving's seltzer yeah that wasn't that wasn't yeah. that wasn't a so i don't know what that was okay it was not a seltzer it was not a beer mm. it was like we mixed up together and called it a seltzer <laughs> It's rough out here, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all right. So, Nick, what did you get after? I I went big last week, and then I just couldn't do anything this week. It happens, man. It happens to the best of us. You know, the weather's not inspiring us to whip around town like we usually do. Um, so, I went to a spot just a few miles away, uh, Bishi, the oh. only Asian-inspired brewery in the city. Right? Well, be. in the city, but there's that other one we saw at um, two uh, Oak Park microbrews ago. Yeah, I remember this. It was. They, I know. It's, yeah. They had like. They had a bunch of super cool artwork, and yeah, they took the. They were Asian inspired. But not in Chicago. No, it was somewhere near Oak Park. I don't remember their name. No. God damn, me either. Kind of forgettable. Right. Yeah, Bishi's got um, prime real estate. It's right on what Hipster Highway, right on Milwaukee. Right. So basically, you know, just a block or two from the square in Logan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, on a, on a strip that everyone's familiar with. So just north of the Whistler and all that jazz. Yeah, right. So. Isn't aren't they right across the street from the Target? Yeah, the Target. Uh, the Owl is oh. right there, Four M Bar. Um, yeah. What else? So. Yeah. So it's easy to get to. Is the point here? Okay. Yeah. And, and you went, which. You didn't really want. You you chose to, <laughs> but we've we've Brad. talked bad about Bishi for a long time. I gotta be honest with you, man. Um, if anyone, if there was a point where if someone asked me what's my least favorite brewery in the city, you know, I would have probably said Bishi, right? Either Bishi or maybe Finch, just because all they have is Taco Cat, and then they don't have a space that I can go visit, so I don't like them. Okay, <laughs> right? Um, so it wouldn't one of those two. If if anybody asked, but no one, luckily nobody asked me. <laughs> but I went there People once. People only ask you what your favorite is. <laughs> they never ask you like what's your. They least never ask favorite. you what's your least favorite. But if you, it, yeah, that that would have been my answer. It would have been Bishi. Um, super weird flavors. I think in there, um, they have a light pilsner, but they it's Asian inspired, so they put this puffed rice in it, right? So it's kind of like a, a a light rice lager. Okay. Right? And it's just um, I don't know, just the beers were just not my jam. Right, nothing felt harmonious. I kind of felt like I was I was trying too hard to like the, these beers, mm-hmm. you know. And that's not a feeling you want. Right. And then, know? I think shortly after you had went the first time, I went, and I felt like for a brewery, they didn't want to showcase the beer. They wanted to showcase the equipment, but the beer was on like you know, page three after like all your cocktails and your wine. It's like. 
Aren't you called Bishi Beer? It's kind of weird because when you walk into the joint, you can you walk directly in and you see the main dining hall. But just to the right of the entrance is this huge uh, metal tanks. Yeah, they got their brew house on display with the, all lit up for everyone to see. Yeah, but to your point, yeah, like it was um, a restaurant that oh we happen to make our own beer, right? That's kind of how it always felt. Yeah. Um, and then when I had went previously, I had gotten the burger. And the fries are McDonald's fries. They taste just like McDonald's fries. I don't know if you had them again, mm. but they taste like what I remember them. I haven't been to McDonald's in a long time. But I enjoyed the uh, I enjoyed the Korean spin on the uh, on the ketchup. Okay, yeah. And it's a little sweeter, a little darker. It's got the little it's it's spiced for mm. lack of a better term. You know, I enjoyed that. Okay, and the fries were fine. Okay, but now you went again. Yeah. Thoughts, same opinions on the place, or um, have they moved up? Well, I was having a shitty day, and um, I'm like... You've wanted to make it worse. <laughs> I'm like, there's only one direction this can go. Or it can go, maybe maybe it can go in the same direction even worse. So let's go to Bishi. You know? yeah. um, and I had no expectations, you know, but to my surprise, there was no parking on Milwaukee, and the place was packed. Had to circle the block a few times, and then ended up sitting at the bar. Okay. And um, So you put, you're circling, and you're like mad. I'm just like, you're like this isn't gonna be good. I can't even park here. I'm not wa- I'm not walking two blocks to go to fucking Vichy. There's no way. It's 20 degrees out. Um, but so anyway, I go in there, man, and you know, I, I'm feeling good about the place, man. You know, the space. Let's start with the space. The space looks great, right? Um, leather couches, dimly lit. It's just very well. Um, the the scene is very is is. It's very well thought out. Okay. Right? It doesn't feel like your kind of strip mall, you know, um, bootstrap operation where, you know, they're just getting, like, the the cheapest products they can find and making it all the same color and just so they can get the doors open. This is done by people who like decorating places. Okay. (laughs) Right? It's a nice-looking spot. And, um, yeah, so I get to the bar, and I notice that the the tap list is cut down tremendously. I think they had nine guest drafts and only had six of their beers. Okay. So they're, they're trying to dial things in. And then I saw, and what hopped off the page was the Saison. And the Saison was like an ode to Jonathan Cutler. Right. I yeah. saw you take a picture of this. <laughs> and I thought that was pretty cool. So I'm like, well, let me get that. What was the name of this beer, man? Oh, it's called uh, Allergic to Discomfort. It's a dry hop Saison. It also has cashmere and El Dorado. That's funny because that's what the oh. beer we're drinking is. It all works out. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it's fragrant. It's spicy. It's delicious. I'm like, hey, this is great. You know? And then I'm like, man, it's, it, this sucks outside. Let me get like... Something from the walk. The part of their menu says items from the walk. So I get some, you know, some strange Asian dish. I have to ask what these ingredients are. They break it down for me. I get that. Okay. And I'm like, yo, things are coming together. And they got the burger from Owen and Engine because Owen and Engine happens to be their sister restaurant. Right. And we're so. not clear if Owen and Engine is still a place. I mean, <laughs> I tell you, man, no less than like three times I tried to go to this fucking Owen and Engine. And mm-hmm. all three times they were closed. And I'm like, I'm. This is this is the worst because I really like owning an engine. Yeah. And then the time they were open, they didn't have the engine. They had no cask beer. Oh yeah. Well, hold on. We'll talk about cask. <laughs> we'll talk about cask beer in a minute. Uh, we'll wrap up your bishi here. Oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. So, um, but bishi was really, my beer was really good. Okay. You know? Is that the only one you had, or did you? No. Try? And then I also went back and tried uh, shifties, which was the uh, the light lager with puffed rice, and then that worked as well too. And I don't know. I don't know what it was. You know, and then they had this uh, the shot, the bourbon, and the beer. So I roll with that. I give you a nice shot, Evan Williams. You know, everything worked out, man. Okay. I'm chatting on my bartender. You know, I'm like, who brews here, man? You know, 
Who's he, their brewer? Right? Yeah. He's like, funny you should ask. Uh, he mentioned the guy's name. And, you know, I should have wrote it down. Steve Mason or whoever it was. But, you know, he's like, yeah, he was a guy from Half Acre. You know, so I'm like, was he always the brewer here? He's like, well, he's been the brewer as long as I know. But, okay. he, but he left recently. And we're going to have some new people taking over. I'm like, well, who are the new people, man? And he's like, well, actually, have you heard of Pipeworks? <laughs> Okay. I'm like, yeah, it rings a bell. So this just this hasn't happened yet. No. Okay. No. But so the beers could be tweaked a little more even. Yeah. I, I feel like these beers that are, um, well, it's Asian inspired in the sense that, you know, some things are Japanese, some things are Chinese, some things are Korean. You know, Bishi itself is named is the name of a turtle, like a dragon turtle, right? So okay. it's named after some Chinese mythology. Oh, but... He said, you know, the beers you're enjoying now, you know, enjoy them because they might not be the same. Because going forward, um, Pipeworks is the guest brewer and they're going to um, basically use Bishi as their experimental playground. They'll be brewing uh, experimental batches out of Bishi. Yeah. I've never heard of a setup like this. Let's let's start there. Right. I asked, I'm like, yo, is, did Pipeworks buy this joint? Is that what you're saying? Right. And he's like, no, no, it's not that. You know, uh, Bo Fowler, who owns Owen and Engine, also owns Bishi. But the Pipeworks guys came in. They had they had a talk, and they came to an agreement that Pipeworks would basically run their beer program. Man, why, <laughs> why doesn't Pipeworks just open a place? Like this feels like the most backass way to do it. To be like, oh, someone left. What if we just brewed there? And well, and then Bishi, what are what are you now? You're just it's like Finch, it's like the Finch and the Perch, right? Bishi is the new Perch. Like, what do you? <laughs> there's no Bishi anymore. This is Pipeworks this beer. Is, this is Pipeworks East. Pipeworks beer at Bishi restaurant. Like, get, move, remove your beer name because this. You know, when you look at the menu, right? But these like guests. Brewers. So They're that guest brewers, right? That so they could have a new guest, right? So it, this is what uh, this is what he said. He says, um, "They're gonna continue to make the beers that we have. These six beers, okay, that are kind of specific and go with this menu. I'm assuming, right? These beers that go with this menu, they're gonna make that, and then they're gonna be making other beers, right? So, I mean, at least that's how he interprets it. We'll see how that all plays out. But so." This also rings, if you're thinking on the Pipeworks side, there is not another Pipeworks location opening anytime soon. Right. Pipeworks, um, they famously share a wall with the original off-color brewery that's in Hermosa, so that's Armitage and Pulaski, mm -hmm. but it's not a customer-facing space. They don't have a tap room. Right. It's we, production only. Uh, there's been lots of talk, us <clears> too. <throat> That Pipeworks had a place that they were going to be opening. Right at California, just south of Diversity, there's a what looks to be a space that could hold, hold a brewery right next to me, Tokoya. Yeah. Yeah. But it's nowhere near being ready to be open. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of a weird dynamic. It's kind of exciting. Maybe they're still going to go in there. And sorry, right, they're just uh, thinking of we need to like fine tune our stuff before. Maybe. Go into this space. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. I when Phase Three switching gears a little bit. When Phase Three moved into Lake Zurich Brewing Company, they were just contract brewing at Lake Zurich. And you look up a year later, and and Phase Three bought out Lake Zurich. Oh, <laughs> right. That's what happened. Right. So do you think 
Pipeworks, Vichy just becomes Pipeworks. I mean, you know, the Pipeworks guys, Pipeworks, if you listen, come on the show. There's too many unknowns, right? Because Pipeworks has been talking about this base of theirs for like four years, right? And I, and it's it's gone. It doesn't seem like it's any closer to happening. So, yeah. But but we don't know. But in the meantime, they're gonna uh, try their hand at this place, right? So that makes me very inclined to go to Bishi now, knowing that Pipeworks is there, like. Finch being the brew people behind the perch didn't make me want to go there. Right. But now this almost makes me want to go to this place. It's almost like a, a Bishi renaissance. It's like a the, like they're reviving the, the Bishi name in a lot of ways. Because I, I share the same excitement. I'm like, oh shit, Pipeworks is taking over your, your brewing program? You know, they got a nice space. Their food is really good. It's Owen and Engine's right. sister. It's Owen and Engine's Asian sister restaurant. Right. I'm so, like it works. It this all this all is falling into place for the old Bishi here. Interesting. So um, everyone should probably be reading this in about two weeks in the uh, Tribune from Josh Knoll. That's that's usually how the cycle of things around <laughs> these parts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, Josh, you know he gets all the interviews though. So yeah, and yeah. he'll take some stock photos and he'll get some quotes from the guys that run it all. Yeah, but you heard it here first. Right. Like you always do. Crazy. <laughs> hey, um. Oh, one more note about Bishi, man. Um. Was it you know, it's like, uh, well they have a gro- they have cans for sale, so they have a little uh they have a little crawler station up there, uh, on the bar, yeah. And then also they have a really giant uh, mural of the turtle dragon, the, the bishi, you know. Okay. Um, so the, one of the first beers they're gonna release, um, for the area is uh, dragon turtle versus unicorn. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So you'll see like a full Pipeworks infusion of Bishi. Okay. Which I'm kind of excited about because I like Pipeworks. We said it before. They kind of fly under the radar, even though their beer's good. And they were like, you know, they're pretty much in kind of an OG at this point, which is weird to say. Right. And Ninja vs. <clears throat> Unicorn is almost like a a staple IPA. It's it's up there in the rankings of like top 10 IPAs. Oh, now. easy. Easy when it first like in the country kind of thing. like it's, it's just like yeah it's, it's a fancy I love when I'm in Sox Park I love getting this beer you know and I would say when they first debuted you know probably like 2012 or so they debuted with bombers of Ninja versus Unicorn um, 500 foot home run this fucking beer mm-hmm. it's always it's always been delicious from day one you know and then you know they got the Unicorn series. And then they also have um, they have a stout series, the abduction series. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and you know, Pipeworks, it, you know, and we talked about this before about Pipeworks. They uh, they don't buy into the whole barrel eight season idea. Like they have a mailing list and they release beers like one Tuesday a month, and they have a barrel program. And if you're on their mailing list, you can go. Okay. You show up and buy the, all the barrel aged beers, and it's not specific to a month or a season. And I, I kind of dig that. Then there's no frenzy. There's no line. There's no fucking Ozanar, no lottery, all this bullshit. Mm. It's just like, hey, show up and buy, you know, right. this, this, right. this three-year barley wine, you know, mm-hmm. shit like that. So I like that. Well, that's awesome for Bishi. And I feel like we're almost seeing this, like, fixing what broke maybe, like, during COVID. Uh, like, we talked about peace a while ago about how Metal Steve, is out. Oh yeah, Metal Steve. <laughs> Metal Steve's out, and a guy who was brewing with Cuddy, who left town, came back, mm-hmm. and now he's he's in. Right. So this makes me want to <clears throat> go back to Bishi, and then I need to get over to uh, 
piece to see if Festival is on. Yeah, if they're gonna get bring you, it back this year. Get you a Dunkle Vice, maybe get you Festivus, some. Festivus, you know. Get you some Camel Toe, maybe. Right. You see know. what see what classics are on, and then I'd love to see if this trend is continuing. Someone go into a Cobra, and kind of make that like exciting again. I haven't been to Cobra in a long time. Uh, yeah. the Orange Door was a great beer that was there. I no, don't. You, sketchbook Orange Door. Oh no. You're thinking of something else at Cobra. They had the orange something. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe like orange. Yeah. Um, I'm drawing a blank. It's been forever since I've been to Cobra. Yeah, not orange. It's been so long that we call it Cobra. We don't even call it the name of the brewery. Oh, yeah, we don't call the it brewery, All Rise. All Rise is the name of the brewery. That's right. Right. Yeah. It was always kind of weird, right? Like the Cobra Lounge space was a completely different texture and feel from the brewery. Right. The brewery was like an add-on. And it never really felt cohesive, and it was always just kind of weird. I had never, I haven't been back in a while. I don't. It had to have been like 2019, 2018. Yeah, I'd be happy if Hippo went in there. Oh, Hippo, yeah. but mm, that'd be interesting. I know what they can't because they're and they're like a block up the street at fucking Bridge. Oh yeah, so and they want to be over here in Albany Park that's true. area. So they'll probably just wait it out. We'll find something. So something cool opens up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something cool, something small, something closer to where they were. Right. Uh, but you got into talking a little bit about Owen and Engine and the possible, unsure if they actually are open anymore. Yeah. But we were talking about Engine beers or cast beers. And there, no one has them. <laughs> I'm wondering, you know, we're talking in a pre-show. I'm like, and we're like, when's the last time you had a beer on cask? You right. know, just. And I said, I have one in Italy. I had a. <laughs> I think I had a bitter, oh. which is like the most, which is like a very appropriate beer to have on cast. I'll have the bitter, please. It was like you. Paul's bitter. <laughs> I'll have the bitter, please. Oh, it's on cask. Yeah, of course. Only bitters can only come on cask. How do you do? Yes, I'll have the cask ale, real beer, as as the old timers would call it. Right, uh, but we haven't seen them in a while. I think we were saying maybe. Metropolitan might do cast beers yeah, still. Yeah, because they do. Well, they're doing all lagers, but then they do a lot of one-offs. And I want to say they've got, you know, they got the Coffee Neighbors. I, I feel like they've done coffee variants right. in a Gravity Pour. Right, because yeah. they do the Nitro Coffee, and then I think sometimes there's a cast coffee. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's served at a warmer temperature. Um, there's no, There's no... CO2 to push the beer out to affect the flavor. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a, a more full expression of the beer. Right. Although yeah. this this bitter I had in Italy, it was cool. Like yeah. It was colder. So. so they might have just had it in the cast but didn't treat it. They should have called Steve Hamburg and he could have sell him, sell him in Supreme. Should have, And he could have told him, like, hey, this is too fucking cold. What are you doing? I guess. I was like, uh, I preferred a little cold. I really <laughs> enjoy like a... Warm cast yeah. IPA. Was it uh, Goose they used to do Freaking Fest? It, was it called Freaking Fest? No, Night of the Living Ales. Right. Yeah. Freaking Fest was at um, headquarters. Yeah, you're right. We we, we went to that. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't mind a Freaking every once in a while. You get a chance to play with the ingredients, and then you get to see the cute little little bitty cask. Right. And you know, it's it's different. Yeah. Day slash Night of the Living Ales is in. Um, February and it's been at Bottom Lounge. Yeah, that's a massive space. And I think it's just gotten um, less and less attended mm. because no one cares 
about cast beer. That's true. Like, even if it's good, it's just like, it's kind of a thing that people used to do. Right. You know, like, and it's not as cool as like record, like albums, right? It's not, it's not a cool thing that people used to do. It's just a thing that people used to do. <laughs> right. And a lot of the beers that end up at Living Ales are, it's just weird ones. Like, hey, here's this beer you like. We threw habaneros in it. Here's yeah. this one we like. You, we threw this ingredient in. It's like, cool. Can I just get the regular one? Yeah, you know, it's funny you say that because I had a um, at Night Living Ales, Finch had like a, a curry IPA, and I'm just like, what in the fuck did I just step into? All right, here? just give me the bitter. <laughs> How do you do? I'll have the bitter. I have the bitter on Cascale, please. Thank you. Please and thank you. But yeah, I would imagine if Owen and Engine opened back up or were open, they probably just wouldn't do them. They don't, they can't sell very, because they, they, the turnover has to be pretty fast on them, right? Cause Maybe they're, yeah, I don't know. What they're the, not going to stay. They're not going to work. Are they going to last as long? They're smaller, right? The surface area is smaller. Right. Right. Um, you're, that's in your name to carry this type of beer. I don't, you know what I want to do? I want to go to see. Wakanda Forever in 4D, and then walk my ass over to Owen and Engine and have a goddamn cast beer. <laughs> and they need to quit playing. It's pissing me off. You need to go during <laughs> intermission. <laughs> <laughs> quit fucking around, Owen and Engine. What's going on over there? They're just, they're like bishy now. <laughs> it's basically, <laughs> they basically closed and haven't told you yet. Right. And if you want the burger, you got to go to Bishi. I was saying the the reason I didn't like Bishi in the pre-show was like during the pandemic, Bishi made me buy. They had the own an engine burger and they deliver it to you, but that you had to buy a crowler or a growler, full sixty four ounces of Bishi beer to get the own an engine burger during the pandemic. Yeah, and I'm like, seem worth it. don't talk to me like that. The nerve of you to tell me I got to buy your beer to get this fucking burger. I was so offended. Yeah, um, make sure you tip heavily because <laughs> it is the pandemic. <laughs> All right. Damn, Caspier, Bishi, Pipe. That Pipeworks thing is interesting. It kind of like I'm excited. I'm excited. Pipeworks is um is a sleeping giant among us. You know, we don't talk about it, but I think uh, Close Encounter, their black IPA. Well, now they call it a hoppy stout, but it was kind of the the hoppy. It was like the precursor to the black IPA uh, craze that mm-hmm. that didn't last very long. It was only for like a year. All right. But then um, you know. Blood of the Unicorn is a red ale in four red. packs. You know, we talked about Ninja versus Unicorn. I love the Lizard King. Guppy. You know, the Guppy series. Um, I just dig a ton of their stuff. I think they're very good brewers. I like their barrel aid stuff. It's just know. they're weird. They like do weird st- like not not weird, just like they're they're following their own path, I guess. And yeah. it's confusing to be like, what are you what are you guys doing? You have like these very popular beers. Why can't I drink these anywhere? Yeah, they they came out at the peak of the bomber phase, and to your point, their very first year they came out with a ridiculous schedule of like these one-off beers. Like every week, there was a new bomber. It was like you know eighty different beers in their first year, or some ridiculous number. I had a beer; it was like a Mayan-inspired sweet potato beer. You know, some things stuck and some things didn't, but they they didn't really care about having a drumbeat of like flagship stuff in year one. They just came out with these like wacky beers all year long. You know, and then year two. They kind of dialed it back and said, all right, abduction, barrel age, and then four packs of these kind of mm-hmm. flagships. Yeah. So 
it's fun seeing their journey, and I like them, so I'm glad they're, I'm glad they're occupying Bishi. I'll, I'll end up at Bishi more because the food's good. I had a great time with these fucking these fucking spicy noodles. It was a good it was a good hang. Okay, it was a good hang. And if you can get the burger, and you can get the fucking on an engine burger. Okay, you know, so you know, hmm, not bad. So when did you say when the pipeworks thing takes effect? Uh, no, they didn't say that. I should have done some more hard hitting. Um, so if you're listening, investigation. This, you know, I'm sure the Josh Noel article will have a little more details in it. But I would say at least probably January. Yeah, yeah, we're more of the kind of you know slightly tipsy off the off the record version of the news. Off the record, but on the record because <laughs> right, the official you know buttoned up. Release is gonna come from a different outlet for sure. You yeah. can't really believe ours, but they're usually right. Like I feel like that's not good. You know, we talked about um, this. We talked about the Sox Park change. You know, that was before leg- everyone else. This was this was legit news, man. Uh, you know, old Irving, old Irving before one. everyone else. We've been cool. breaking news all year. <laughs> where is everyone? I'm here to tell you, man. You know, it's the gospel. I mean. We fuck around a lot, but we're giving you the we're giving you the gospel out here. Right. You know, it is you know it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I think I like this day off better than I like the the scars of beautiful fear. Uh, yeah. So you were saying it's a collab. Yeah. At the very bottom, it's a collab with uh, Kinship Brewing Company. Okay. And it sounds like Jess at Kinship is a cancer. Did Phase provi- Three Provider do a scars is beautiful? Our scars are beautiful beer too. I feel like this looks like a phase three beer for some reason. Huh. No, you got me. But this is Simcoe, Centennial, and Columbus hops. Okay. Yeah. I think I just like maybe the hop profile better in the day off. But the scars are beautiful is a great beer too. Yeah, cool can and a, a it's awareness for breast cancer, so I'm down with that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh Okay, so that's kind of all that's been happening. There's some uh, events coming up that are going down uh, next weekend. One is uh, a jean jacket party <laughs> at Revolution. I saw this. You're a and jean I jacket, was, man. I was like, damn, is it already time for the next Deep Woods? It's probably like two weeks away for the next Deep Woods, right? Or something. Probably like right? before Christmas. Yeah. Right? Right. Uh, so jean jacket is uh, a party celebrating... The Eugene Porter and Nick's favorite straight jacket. I do love straight jacket. Part of the one is life. Straight jacket is a little. And this event is happening, I believe, Friday the 9th. And it is going to feature uh, unique variants of uh, straight jacket, Eugene Porter. I don't know what kind of variants of Eugene you'd see. Well, they had that peanut butter Eugene, which I don't Uh, think I've ever had. Um,. I wish I knew more about Eugene because he's an actual dude, and he there's an, there's a story behind why they, he's got the beer. Okay, I forget. I'm drawing a blank though. All right. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, check that out Friday at the Kedzie uh, Brew Pub. I think there'll be barbecue as well there. So I might have to hit that up next week. Yeah, you're gonna blend your uh, straight jacket with. You're gonna blend the beers and make a jean jacket. Maybe I also don't own a jean jacket, so you know I don't. Yeah, I don't own a I jean jacket. I need either. to get myself a Canadian tuxedo. Costco man. Oh, yeah, probably. I'm all about that Costco life. I'm probably going there after this. I need some distilled water for my fucking plants. (laughs) Look for a jean jacket, too. You get the 
bourbon selection is pretty good at Costco. Like you know. I picked up a thing of Four Roses there. Like you get a pretty big bottle for I believe it was like forty five dollars. Yeah, that's, that's probably my favorite. Distillery. And the Elijah Craig is there as well. Yeah, and you know the house brand. Um, speaking Kirkland? of bourbon, Kirkland house brand is a uh, seventeen ninety two. Mm. Yeah, so that's pretty legit bourbon. Okay, that the house brand. Um, the vodka is really good too. So it's like I forget it's. Uh, not it's not kind of one who makes it, but it's someone um, right up there. Um, and you can get ten thousand steps in that bitch, easy. <laughs> Dude, that fucks with Costco. Yeah, yeah. Um, Half Acre, uh, their newsletter came out. So December seventh, it sounds like uh, Big Hugs is going on sale. December seventh. Sorry, December tenth. So this, Friday, this, so Saturday. Yeah, Saturday, December tenth is the Big Hugs Bash. Okay. So it's a half acre and dark matter bash. Man, that's going to be good. We got to go, right? Oh, we got man. Go. I think I'm in. That's, is that the, no, that's next Saturday. Next Saturday. All right. I'm down for that. Yeah. It's been a while since I've gone to the Big Hugs like release day. Yeah. And then uh, December 7th is uh, World of Bog, a barrel-aged single malt whiskey barley wine. Okay. Interesting. I'm curious about that. Okay. I was listening to, um, you know, one of my, all I do is listen to this New Glarus podcast. We talked about it before. Yeah. Um, so they're releasing a beer for Chris Kendallmart in New Glarus this weekend. Um, it's a stout. And then he casually goes, oh, yeah, we aged it in, speaking of malt whiskey, oh, we aged it in malt whiskey barrels. Okay. We used our malt whiskey barrels because we have a distillery called uh, Sugar Creek Distilling. I'm like, wait, 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 hold on. Okay. So New Glarus has a distillery, and they have a barrel-aged stout with uh, like vanilla and cinnamon. If, have you had these beers? He name he, he I, the name escapes me, but there's a a type of mold beer, and you traditionally put a poker in it. Like you get this, uh, you get a piece of iron, and you fucking has a little ball on it. You heat it up, and you stick it in the beer on purpose to get it like kind of make it like a mold hot <laughs> beer. Have you heard of this shit? No. I was looking at you like, this sounds crazy. I'm trying to tell you, and they talked about it on this thing, but then also, I saw it because the very first night of Italy downtown, fucking Sam Calgione was there, and the dudes from uh, Baladine were there, and Sam's going around, and and he's sticking this poker in all these glasses to make the beer warm. So it's a thing. It's like an old German thing they do to beer. It's like a hot beer? Right. Exactly. Okay. It's like a hot mulled beer. Okay. Yeah. They're doing that at Nuclear's. Oh, but the only reason I brought it up is because they're using malt whiskey barrels, too. Oh, okay. Malt, malt, yeah. So. Can you buy that beer at the at the brewery, or is it only for... No. It's, uh, they made five gallons of it. And That's they, like nothing. Exactly. And they made it for this fucking party. They could probably drink that before they even got to the party. They're in Wisconsin. They know how to drink. Yeah. <laughs> I like Nuclearis, man. Damn. Um, yeah, I didn't make it. I haven't been to Nuclearis in a while. Since you know, it's actually, you know, you people sleep, man. It's actually like not a bad, like, winter destination, man. Oh, yeah. is it open in the winter, too? Yeah, they got, and they, you know, the whole town is kind of like this sleepy old Swedish mm-hmm. town. You know, you can get you like a little, like, chalice. Not a chalice, that's a glass. A chalet for the weekend. Oh, okay. you know, basically, I'm usually like a drive out there, 
Get some food and drive And back. drive back? Yeah. You're a maniac. You got to stay tonight. Go and get you a chalet. I don't, I don't trust it out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one more, one more note about New Glarus. They said, um, you know, when you go up there, they give you a token and you can use it to buy a beer around town at any of the oh, restaurants. Yeah. So they said at the end of the year, everyone, all those restaurants give the tokens back to them okay. and then they pay them for the beer. Oh, nice. So it's kind of like the cyclical kind of. You know, so it, sustainability kind of. Yeah, thing. exactly. Okay. Yeah, so I thought that was cool. Yeah, but yeah, interesting, cool. Uh, and then you mentioned there was some benthic, new benthic, different benthic. Yeah, you know, I think that's fake news though, man, because it's the, uh, it's the link for the big hugs. The picture you click on the picture for big hugs, and it takes you to a double barrel benthic uh, universe page, but then nothing it says sales ended. Okay. I think I saw fake news there. I saw it because I'm like, I don't think Double Barrel Benthic was there. Um, when I went the last week, they still had uh, regular Benthic, I think, on. You get it, but it was like a Friday for lunch, so I didn't bother. It's a big-ass beer. Yeah. It's delicious, though, man. It's one of, it's one of our faves. Cool. Anything, uh, anything else happening? Anything we should mention before we get out of here? Man, I think that's it, man. All right. Keeping it short, I got to... Hit up this uh, burning bush for this Christmas stout, churro stout thing. Churro stout sounds fun. Yeah. I like churros. I think you get it sugar rimmed. Sugar on light rim. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that, I'll probably check that out this weekend coming up. I don't know anything else. I can't. I can't slack. I gotta. I gotta go do something. Maybe one thing, and we can stretch it out and make that the. Spotlight for the week. Right. This week's spotlight. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go visit All Rise. <laughs> there like, you go. You know? Like, visiting, like, classics that, like, yep, they're still here. Uh, cool. All right. That's going to do it for this episode. Nick, where can people find you in touch when we're not here? Hey, man. I'm on Twitter at Nicosio. And I'm on Twitter at BRAD, Chicago Beer Pass, uh, Twitter, Instagram, website, ChicagoBeerPass.com. And I'll do it. Take care. Cheers.